Are you ready for some fun? Oh, yeah! This service is brought to you by the Pleasure Club. If you're under 18 and do not wish to be billed, please hang up now. Who said buying a home should be uptight and boring? It's time for Patty's Playhouse, your local real estate talk show with Patty and Scott. It's house talk with a happy ending each and every time. Patty's Playhouse with Patty and Scott starts now. Working out to find what a way to make a living. Patty, getting by, it's all taking and no giving. Just use your mind and they never give you credit. It's enough to drive you crazy and you let it. For some fun. Oh, yeah! This service is brought to you by the Pleasure Club. If you're under 18 and do not wish to be billed, please hang up now. Who said buying a home should be uptight and boring? It's time for Patty's Playhouse, your local real estate talk show with Patty and Scott. It's house talk with a happy ending each and every time. Patty's Playhouse with Patty and Scott starts now. Good morning, Tallahassee. How is everybody doing today? Good? Is it morning? It's like late morning. It's the time I get up. Midday. No. Midday. Good morning, midday. I think it's, isn't that a TV Good afternoon, morning. Is that a TV show? Good morning, midday. That's a good night, Moon. That's a book. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome to the show. Good morning, night, right? A mess you are, woman. For sure. So what up this week? I got, ooh, aren't you asking questions? I am. Oh, I like it. I could just sit Feeling back. Feeling in the silence. <laughs> <laughs> what is up this week? Uh, for me, it's been um, help. We have a new agent. Yeah. Erica. Erica Keeler. She already has appointments books. She's nice. Fabulous. Uh, Good job, Erica. Yeah. She probably does. the first and last time you hear that from us. <laughs> <laughs> from you anyway i always do the good job oh, you know okay I don't, I don't remember ever getting one of you those didn't to be honest get coached <laughs> you would that be a, might be why <laughs> if i coached you i don't know you probably would be there <laughs> i'm like no i'd look at like, you like Erica, maybe, i got this maybe you want to say it like this uh, <laughs> yeah i i don't think i'd be easily trainable you're not coachable but not in that no. way like I she is to, very coachable. I need you to say it this way. I'm like, yeah, never happened. She's driven and analytical, like I am. She's very coachable. It's very nice. Many me. Mm-hmm. And by that I mean you. 
just much prettier than me. Mm. <laughs> much, much. She doesn't take a bad picture. Like, she's very attractive, so it's nice. I hate people that take good pictures <laughs> all the time. I know. I'm like, she's like, I don't like that picture. I said, how can you tell the difference? They're all beautiful. Oh. And I meant it. I'm since I'm not going to. Yeah, we don't have that. And I took her pictures. I'm like, <laughs> sorry. Every photo you have is beautiful. Mm. So there you go. Like my but pictures yeah, so she of home. Yeah, a couple weeks ago. Yeah, <laughs> not of me. Or plants. But of homes. Plants. So I've been doing that in my schoolwork. It is just a ooh. Some summer A is not fun. <laughs> yeah, no. Try to tell you. So the one professor is like, he emails me, "Are you okay, Patty?" <laughs> I'm fine, professor. Why'd you go silent? Uh-huh. Mm. Yeah, well, MIA. I'm trying to learn. I have to focus. Mm-hmm. So I decided, like, I had to organize myself. So I did all the reading, and then I went and did all the little mini exams. Now I'm going back to do the labs because I got, like, a whole picture. I, so now I'm doing the as labs. As you first said that, I thought you were going to describe the way that I used to be whenever I got ready How did to you? study. I organized myself, and by that I mean the pantry. I had to get the couch right. I had I would literally work on everything no. except for schoolwork, oh, and then no. I'd be like, "Oh, now I'm tired." <laughs> Luckily, I was very. I am. I am intelligent, book smart, so I did well. Yeah, and your pantry looked good. Yeah, right. <laughs> more, more importantly, because that's what I do for a living. Yeah. <laughs> no, I've been organizing like the reading, so I read everything. And then every little section has a quiz. So I did all the quizzes, passed the quizzes. Now I have to go back to the labs is what's hard, the, like the hands-on part. And I have to go figure that out. Mm. Where is the DNS blocker? Where is it? Where is it? Amruz, tell me where this is. I need help. I need help. So that's what I've been doing. And then training Erica and then showing homes, getting contracts, all the other stuff too. Yeah, we do that stuff too. All the other stuff too. Take you. care of my dog. I mean, it's training the dog to go up steps. I, I have, lots, I have been doing, do. I've been doing more than just internal housework, which is abnormal for me. What so, have you been doing? Uh, writing contracts. So, oh yeah, selling a house. I've been getting listings, which I try to leave all that up to you. <laughs> <laughs> that and finishing up of three homes, right? And the, they are all going to look. Well, Beautiful. the other thing I've been working on is transferring everything from style and sold, not the business side of it. Yes. But the Facebook page the undercurrent. and Instagram to Scott Cowart Design. Wow. You're Say welcome. that. You're welcome. Say that again. Scott Cowart Design. Those, I'm sorry. My, and and my, those I have my headphones on. What is it? What, what, what is it? Scott, Scott Cowart, Cowart Designs. Designs. Huh. So Would I you just, like a sign in your front yard? One day, I said... <laughs> This is going to be a lot easier if we just use your name. And so he said, okay, I guess. And I'm like, well, I'm doing it. So that's what I, so I just did it. There we are. It is easier. And, you know. Yeah, there's a lot of designing going on these days. Right. So it's got Coward Designs. So you have to get a DBA. And, and I got it. Oh, did you? Yeah. And, and lately, it's been a lot more than just our Typical, flips, yeah. Meaning we flip homes for, but he's doing owners. other things for other people. So it's, talking about it's more encompassing. I wanted a more global look, ah, uh, with a pretty font. We'll call it global, <laughs> local, global. So it's thank you to look. Grova Creative, G, yes. our friend G, who's done. Uh, she did Patty's Playhouse logo. She did 
the Real Talk logo. She did Stylist Sold logo. She did the Brokers logo. But she did Scott Cowart Design. She did the signage. So thank you so much. Yeah, now I need to get some signs and put them up in all the yards I'm in. Yeah, it's really There's a deep lot of green. Them. I really liked it. I like what she Quite did nice. to it. It's very pretty. It's dark mm-hmm. and moody like my soul. Yeah, Chris. Why do you laugh, Tish? Why do you laugh? And the T's are slanted, so, you know. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, oh, I like that font. The T is slanted. It works. So it's been a lot. And then it's just getting ready for the show. There's so much going on in real estate. There's so much going on in Florida. We have our governors running for president, riding two horses with one ass. We've got all these other people going out. Uh, I went to a networking thing at Nebo, which is networking, entrepreneur, business, something, something. And we meet at Capital City Country Club once a month. And yesterday was um, Representative Tant, Allison, uh, and then uh, State Senator Corey Simon was there. Hmm. And they were talking about session and getting ready for committee. And they talked about a lot about real estate. It was fair housing. And they've reallocated the budget for fair housing. They've, um, they're lowering the taxes for the veterans. They've made a... Um, Permanent homestead exemption for elderly over a certain age, making less than $20,000 a year. They've done quite a few things. So, actually, I got to meet the property appraiser for the first time. You he did. He goes to church with my husband. I've never met him. His name's Akin Akinyemi, and I introduced myself, and he's like, Daddy, I'll come on your show next time. So, we'll see if he, he We've does. had everybody except Megan was Akeem. there. Megan. Right. Was she? Talked with Megan. She right. said she saw you recently. I, I'm... Lately, it's Megan. been, I, I can't go anywhere. She's like, what does he, how does he, I said, I don't know, Megan. I don't know how he does anything. <laughs> I just, I don't know. <laughs> I got, I got stuff. I, I have She's things. like, but the, when he, I, I said, look, code. when the man places, <laughs> I place a starfish, it looked like junk from the flea market. When Scott places a starfish, it looks like art, okay? That is why I don't know what he does. You sound like <laughs> you sound like our friend Kelly Borey. She donated a a painting to me, and I hadn't used it. And I finally put it in a home somewhere, one of the ones that I was decorating. And she stalks our pictures, and so she sent it to me. She goes, "I want the art back." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's very different. It's it's very a different. Whole different meaning. And our our newest creation, which will be on Upland Court, which will be coming soon this weekend. So. We will be hitting it right on target for that. Is absolutely perfect. I haven't seen it. It's on purpose. I mean, it really is looking far better than I could have expected. Yeah. So we, what I wanted to talk about today, going back to real estate, since we're talking about that, I wanted. I was overhearing a conversation, you know, eavesdropping hmm. when I was at the Neba meeting about someone kind of like pseudo complaining about appraisers so i wanted to talk about why we can't talk to the appraiser mm. we're going to talk about that we're going to talk a little bit about fair housing why there is no housing we we'll talk about that why rates aren't going down and then we're just gonna shoot the crap we're gonna the flow with time. real estate yeah. today yeah, i think thought? it's important to really talk about well why appraising why the appraisal costs a lot and why you can't talk to the appraiser so our next segment that's what we're going to do be fun. And do you mean that from the buyer or seller side? Or I'm talking about any of the sides. The who you know the agent can't talk to the appraiser. I can't talk to the appraiser. And then we were going to talk about rules, rules in real estate that the buyer's agent cannot talk call the seller directly because they didn't get their way. Not so sure. We're going to talk I'm about not sure a little bit about rules ethics exist anymore. 
There's a whole they lot do of exist. jumping around just, ethics it's, thing. It's very, it's, people are getting very brazen. And I'm pretty litigious, so I'm like, you know what? Maybe I'll just turn you in. But I'm not because I have school. Mm. If I didn't have school, I would be all up in his grill. Mm. But we want to talk about why you can't just call whoever you like when you have a real estate license. Yeah. Can't talk to the appraiser. Can't call the seller directly. Kind of like, what do you do? Why can't, and why can't you do it? Why because people are like, oh, maybe I'll just call him, and then I'll be like, oh, I'll just maybe turn you into the state. I'll not be the way cute. that works. Let's be cute. I'm cute. <laughs> that, I have cute hair. Yeah, that cute hair doesn't no doesn't work. No, so situation. stick with us. It's Patty and Scott eight five zero six five six triple zero nine. We're gonna talk about appraising next. That's like one of my top five songs for sure. How deep is your love? But it's PJ Morton. They won a, a Grammy for this version. It's a great song. I mean, great it's great, version. It's a great arrangement. It's a good song too. Yeah. yeah. It is a oh, fantastic I love the song. song yeah. but. Very skatable. <laughs> Very reverse skatable. Well done. She is. Well done. She is white. She is like 28 and she can sing. Like she really can sing. It's amazing. Yabba dabba doo. Yeah. Scat, it's so clear and oh, it's beautiful. So I've been listening to that all all week. Like, mm. so we're gonna talk about appraising. Yay! I'm Patty. That's Scott. We got Tish behind the glass, and what up? I'm a real estate agent. She wants to talk about what she knows. And an appraiser there. <laughs> I want to talk about lambs. <laughs> well, I heard somebody talking to a lender and they didn't know I was listening. And they weren't but talking as about soon as lamps. the word appraiser comes up, I know there's a complaint and I'm they're like, why can't we talk to them? Why can't we do this? Why we can't do and then the banker tried to say, well we we don't have as many layers. I'm like, what? Tell him the truth. I wanted to just uh, tell him the truth. It doesn't matter how many layers you have at the bank, nobody could talk to the appraiser. That's just throwing the scent layers. Anyway, there's statutes. Federal statute that, that says, says the appraiser must be rep, be a third party. They must not have any influence, and they have to be left alone. So, yes, you can call them, but they're not allowed to talk to you. Yes, you, the buyer, the agent, the complainer at NEBA, you can ask questions, but the appraiser is not allowed to respond. So the conversation goes like this. Hey, Mr. Appraiser, why didn't my home appraise for four fifty nine instead of Five thousand five twenty-five that I thought it was going to appraise for. Uh, I'm not your client. Please go to the lender and speak to the lender. Then the appraiser. How, the guy's how like, do they know the appraiser's information number? Way because it's which, on the appraisal. Is it? But is it so? Chris, for example, your mm -hmm. husband. Is it Chris Wilson yep. and his cell phone number? His signature. Yep. Okay. Yeah. But a lot of these are a consortium. So they come it, through. So the order goes like this the bank or has uh, rules right. that they can't order the appraisal well, directly. Financial institution. So whether yeah. it's your mortgage credit, lender, yeah. credit, your credit union, union, your, your bank. Valid point. Just, so they're going to order it through a third party. Right. 
That third party is going to send it out to appraiser, whether it's a bidding process or they're just going to sign it either way. And nine times out of the 10, the lender doesn't even know the name until an appointment's been set. And quite frankly, shouldn't. No. I mean, that's how you get independent. That's how you get independent. Right. So, so when Chris signs it, his phone he number out, is on there? Yeah, the phone number, the email, and the business is name. Is that required? Yes. The phone is. number? Yes. Interesting. I would think that it's would part be, of this certification. But that would be one way to prevent people from actually doing it because you want them to know well, they should. People be able don't to, but... understand, and I don't have a reason why, other than the bank just doesn't want to pay for it. Hmm. The bank owns the appraiser. But why don't they redact that information before pro- providing it? Again, I don't know the reason why, but the bank owns the appraisal. They own it because they're paying for it. No, the buyer pays for the well, appraisal. What I, they own it because they're I mean. the client. That, so who orders it owns it. Well, the buyer pays for it, but, but the bank is lending the big bag of cash. Right. Therefore, they are the require. They're they requiring the it of the purchaser. Correct. The bank in is order, the client. Right. The appraiser can only speak to the client. So Capital City Bank orders an appraisal. Chris goes out. Man gets mad, woman gets mad, or they're happy. Whatever it is, it doesn't really matter. He cannot speak to the borrower. He cannot speak to the seller. Well, the borrower. He is... cannot speak to the agents involved. No one's ever calling because they're happy. Let's be real. Oh, I've that. had that. Really? Mm-hmm. Thank you so much for coming out. You did out a great and, job. And yeah. you, you met my, uh, my I, value. I, well, not even that. I mean, you just can't talk to them. Like, oh, it's so fantastic. Or they just want a copy of it. Now that I can understand. So they'll call and say, why can't you send me? A-? It starts with, why can't you? Mm. Why can't you send me a copy of prison? Well, the statute says, Dodd-Frank bill, right. that we cannot. It's a violation of the Florida statute. It's a violation of use path. It's a violation of everything. I'm not losing my license. I mean, you say it much nicer, but really not much nicer. And then you get a copy. It's also statute that the bank provides you a copy. You have to sign for it before you get the loan. So a lot of times they'll know the value before they even see a copy of the appraisal. Who's they? The buy, the borrower. Okay. They'll know. So say it didn't make value, which right now there's so few listings, it's gonna come. So uh, you know maybe they needed five and a quarter, but they only got four fifty. I don't know. And they're like, why didn't it make value? And they call and harass the appraiser. Well, you haven't seen it yet. I mean, you're you're coming at me, bro. But you haven't even read the appraisal, so you don't know why, which it will explain why you just are coming at me. On a purchase agreement, which I disagree with, but on a purchase agreement, the appraiser gets a copy of the contract. I disagree with it. If you're going to be truly third party, I shouldn't know that contract price. When it's a refinance, we don't get to know what the target number is because that's influence. Well, why is the contract not influence? The banks and USPAP and uh, the Appraisal Foundation says that the contract carries great weight because it shows a buyer's willingness to pay. So we get a copy of that contract. We have to have it or we can't proceed. We cannot proceed with the appraisal without a copy of it. So if you make me go get it, I'm going to put you aside until I get another one. Well, often, and this may be outside the realm of to which you speak, but often they will not ask, but insinuate that if you had additional information that, that would help them, because not just the contract on the purchase, but if there were multiple offers, mm-hmm. for example, 
So I kind of do agree with the fact that it would insinuate what the market is willing to pay. Mm-hmm. But if you've got multiple offers, five, six, seven, even three, you that's not just one part of the market. That's a large part of the market to me. So they they will insinuate if you have information. They that do would help. get it, but they, it is required. But it's not required for you to tell me you had seven offers. If you right. want to tell me, you can. That's, uh, and then it's the appraiser's choice to use that information, restate it. It's it's the appraiser's choice. Okay. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Now, the other side of it is a refinance, which there's not as many right now, right? But they we don't get to know. So Mr. Appraiser comes out and says, do you have any comparables? That kind of gives the appraiser an idea, a blind idea. Or, you know, if it's jacked up price and it's, pushed up, you know, to meet uh, whatever they have in their mind, then, they, no, I don't have any appraisers. I don't have any comparables. Well, or they use a comparable, but it's five years old, which happens. You know, these people don't know USPAP and how we derive value. So they'll hand me three or four comparables that were from two years ago. Well, my neighbor's house sold down the street for 340 First of all, that's what they told you. But when you go to public records, it's not. Never the case. And... I can't use anything over than like three months right now. I mean, and nor it's should really you because hard. it's the market. Well, it changes yeah, because rapidly. if you're going to hand me last June's, last June's same. market is not, not this June's market. Still a good market, but it's completely different. It's completely different. The demand is completely different, so you can't really use that. So that's why we're not allowed to talk to you. Now, you can ask questions, but we're not allowed to answer them. We reflect back to the bank. The bank has to give us written permission. And if the bank says, uh, appraiser Patty, you may speak to them. Then I'm going to tell you everything. Mm. But if they say you can't, you cannot. If you switch banks, if you say I'm at Capital City Bank and then I want to go to University Lending, can I use the same appraiser? That's between the banks. Capital City has to give me written permission to transfer that to University Lending. I cannot do that. If it changes borrower name, I can add a borrower, but I cannot change the borrower's name. Mm. That's a new appraisal. If you come at me and say, I went to Capital City Bank and six months later I'm in here, that's a new appraisal. Mm. Because it's a new market. Look at last I mean, June to this that's, June. That's it's exactly the greatest the point. example right? of that's a new market. It's a new day. Yeah. The effective date of the appraisal is the day the appraiser steps at your house. You got to look at that when you're refinancing. You're like, I might wait for this house to close down the street, see what it closes for, or go talk to the neighbor before I apply for that refinance. I think people need to look at it more like the stock market. I mean, it doesn't have the peaks and valleys that a stock market does, meaning the rapid change, Mm -hmm. but it will show some significant change in short periods of time, three months or less. Right. You have to look at it as such. Can't look at a stock price from no, you can't three months ago. Why then, should you, know, you be able to like, look at a house price? You know, if you're out on the beach, it's the view, it's the floor you're on, it's access to the beach. All of those things change. If you know, front row versus third row, it's completely different. Bayside, well, it's on water, yeah. Or if you can see both sides, it's like going to those condos downtown on Monroe. You know, whether you see the university or you're seeing Monroe, they're not the same. No, no piece of land is the same as the next one. For sure. So that's why it's very weird, but we can't talk to you. Stick with us. It's Patty and Scott, 850 656 0009.
skate song. If there's any of all of this that's the skate song today, that's it. Key Sweat. Sounds a little bit like Bobby. <laughs> Bobby. <laughs> Have you been watching Bobby Brown's videos? No. no. Bobby Brown, our producer? I haven't either. I was just oh, curious. Oh, no. oh, I thought oh, you I meant thought, like the I was, That's who I thought. <laughs> yeah. No. No, he's did getting you, really good. So did you the watch the that Whitney bio? Horrible. Yeah, I did. Oh, it was horrible. It, it was, was horrible. Yeah. And her parents are. There was like no no segue from one part of her life to another. Like all of a sudden she's walking around movie? with yeah, yeah. She's walking around with this syringe. Like there's seriously Crack some is guys like hey uh, can I have an autograph and she's like no or something and then all of a sudden there's a syringe in her hand like there's no storyline or segue. It was so it was so ABC Friday Night movie ish. Remember. Mm-hmm. Bad. But yet really not. Bad. I didn't watch. Once they got to the drug part of her life, I'm like, I'm oh, she didn't make it. <laughs> Sorry, spoilers. But I spoiler watched, alert, right there. I watched this guy on TikTok, and he has drawn a picture of her. He does artwork using the name, so he it's this, the signature Whitney, and he just keeps writing it. And oh my god, it's oh, beautiful. Wow. It's beautiful, and it's just her name written everywhere. It's like name art, smacked out. I like that. Mm-hmm. I like it. No, I saw Bobby. He was going after a heckler, and he, he was pretty good. He had it on his YouTube or on TikTok or something. He's doing good. Well, doing good a lot of shows. Him. Good for him. Yeah. He was our producer. So he's, yeah, he's out. Like, he is working it. Like, he's. That's what you got He's do. like my cousin, um, Jacob. He's out all the time playing. Just wherever he can, he's playing. Passion. How are you going to get the following without it? I mean, you have to. You're not. You can't buy it. I'm just amazed this microphone is not moving. <laughs> it John fixed it. It's been fixed. Aww. Yeah. Wow. Fine. Wow. Don't touch Aww. it. Don't yeah. look at it funny. Okay. I will not. Now I'm looking at it. I'm used Ooh. to like moving, trying to. Oh, to find where, right. where, it, where it landed. So there. I can continue to speak. Yeah, and the like the boom is is really tight now, I and mean, you did a great job. Very, so very ethics, we're going to talk. This is our third segment. We're going to talk a little bit about real estate ethics and what you can and cannot do. So recently, I was I received an offer. It was very low and much lower than the seller was willing to entertain. Of course, I sent it to her, which is like mm, no, because you have to. Because you do. You present all offers and counter offers, and then they countered via text, which I told them to. I'm like, don't spend the time writing it up. Uh, send me a text. You've already were really low, so it, it still did not appeal to her. And it wasn't always, you know, it's not always the price. Sometimes it's the term. Sometimes it's all of it. Sometimes it's whatever. So did that. And then the agent got upset with me because he didn't get the contract. Well, she didn't want to get signed it. So I get a text message a couple nights ago at 4.37 in the morning. Ooh, that's he good. says to me. So you told him. She did not accept. I said, she is not going to accept your offer. And he was getting very rude. He was like, call me. Do this. Do that. Well, you know, I don't have to. Mm. We don't have to. I don't work for him. And I don't work with. I don't have to. I presented. She said, no. I informed you, no. You didn't like it. Okay. Whatever. So I just go silent because I have nothing to say to you. We're not friends. What are you going to talk about? So at 4.37 in the morning, he sends me a text message and said he's going to contact the seller directly. And I wait because I'm seething now. Like, I'm livid at 4.37 uh, in the morning. Were you up at 4.37? I was not. It woke me up because a light came up on my phone. Uh, so I, now I'm up. I'm hot. I'm like, 
don't respond, don't respond. So it was around seven, I responded, and I said, and I'm going to turn you into the state. Mm. Because you can't do that. When you have a listing like we do, we have an exclusive listing agreement. It binds us to the seller, and you can't go to the seller because you don't like what I had to say. Yeah, for sure. You can't. It violates the statute, and it violates the realtor ethics. I said to him, are you drunk? He said, no, I'm in Europe with a buyer. And I said, again, I'm going to, I said, do not contact me again. I'm going to go to your broker. Only contact me through your broker. So I contact the broker. She did not give a ding dong. And and it really is like, it made me mad at myself because I said, if you get him to stop, you know, I'll leave this alone. But if he contacts her again, he contacted her at 630 in the morning. Went directly to her. She sends a copy of it to me. And then the broker says, well, we just need something in writing saying that she's rejected it. No, you don't. I said, we all hear, my friend, know that that's not required. You know why it's not required? You cannot force someone to give you a rejection. Correct. And I thought I shouldn't have said, I should have just said, I'm turning him into the state and you have a great day. Because that's what really should have happened. I should have just filled out the form. And she's like, I'll be happy to talk to him, but we have an anxious buyer. You don't have a buyer. That was my first line. I said, first, you don't have a buyer because he's not my buyer. And his anxiety is not my fault. But, and it's this not the seller's job to deal with his anxiety. It's the seller's job to drive the most price for her money, for her property. Right. It, it, the insinuation in all of that is that either you didn't you didn't present or it wasn't a no. Right. Because what else would you be looking for? So now what do you think she's going to do? You think she's going to entertain your offer now? Right. I think that would be challenging at best. No, you cannot do that. So I had a conversation with another different real estate broker yesterday. I was telling her about it. She goes, ah, I had a a buyer went directly to the seller. That is allowed. Yeah, you can't. So a buyer can go to a seller and there's nothing because they're they don't have a code of ethics. They don't have represent. We are representing them that they're not representing us. Right. So the buyer is allowed to go to the yeah, seller. They wanted that. different financing terms. They wanted owner financing. And, and she said the seller had told no, but he didn't believe her. Like, if I tell you I'm so persuasive mm-hmm. that you're going to give me owner financing, and that, was, of course, was not the case. But that is legal, and it is allowed, and there's nothing anybody can do about it. Right. But you, as the listing, uh, the buyer's agent, who is a realtor, cannot go I just sell her directly. I'm just not sure what, what you're trying to accomplish. He wanted to make sure. No, I, I get it. it. I'm just saying I don't feel like it works in your favor at that but point. But it's not like it was a full price offer and I just was flim flam about it. It was nowhere near full price. It may have been like your best, your highest, your, very attractive to your buyer, but it wasn't attractive to the seller. But It's their property. It's their property. And even if. And I think a lot of people don't realize that. Even if a buyer offers full price, there's no obligation for the seller to take that offer. No. None. No. But you get that question. Yeah, I mean. In- you get it when we go to listing appointments. For if, sure. If my house is listed for 200 and I get an offer 200, do I have to take it? No. No. You don't have to take it you if don't. it's 280. You don't <laughs> have to do anything. <laughs> you, right. You can just have it listed you for get, a while. You get the choice to decide whether or not to accept something. I had my dad's house listed for a while knowing I couldn't sell it. 
because I had to get through the end of the debt period in probate. Right. But I had it listed. Right. I mean, but everybody. I had it, I let showings. Go I do in, believe but I that. Do it. I do believe that the inclination is for others to believe that, but it is absolutely not the case. It is not the case. You do not have to accept an offer Correct. that you do not want. Now, once you accept it, you got some binding now the, going now on. There, now there, you're, you're, you're definitely have right. some binding. But putting it on the market, you don't have to accept anything. No. Which is why the whole dollar thing still bothers me. Why we couldn't have it for a dollar? Yes, because. You know, it's been like it, this month, it was our anniversary <laughs> that of that was? dollar. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because it's just an asking price. I mean. It doesn't matter. Well, it's not proper consideration. Patty had to do her own research because the late attorney Joe Boyd would not answer my question. I, I get, I get the idea behind it. I'm just saying that's just another example of you don't, you don't have to accept anything. You don't have to accept if it's a million on two hundred thousand. You, it's an it's offer your price, right? It's your choice. Now, if you're a member of the board. You have to kind of go in line with what the board said, which is when we listed for a dollar and they came like, we don't well, like that. Well, that's just on the list side, which I give. I'm just saying in general, you don't, as a seller, you don't have to accept No, you do not you have want. to accept it. Even if it, because, and quite honestly, even if it was a million on 200,000, if all the other terms were, you know, working against them, then it wouldn't make sense to do it anyways. And it doesn't matter a million on 200,000 because the appraisal is not going to happen anyways. There's just a lot going on. So, but my point being, but you don't why? have, you don't why? have, right. You don't have to accept it. And then you don't get a copy of the appraisal. Right. The bank gets a you copy and the bank don't sends have it to, to you. Like everything in our world has rules. Right. And I really and don't boundaries. think the consumers understand those rules because in their brain, they think, oh, I have a house over here and a lot over here. Well, why doesn't it, why can't I just make that? If that house Why sells, can't I sell them separately? Right. It, it that's not the that. way it works. You know, or they, or there are no sales. So it's just the cost to build. No, it's not. We have to have a sale in residential, not in commercial. And in residential, we must have a home sale to support or exceed that value that you're after. I'm like, I don't know. You don't. A lot to take into consideration. Are we playing the song yet? Stick with us, Patty and Scott. 850-656-0009. We have one more segment to go. Welcome back. It's Patty and Scott. We have a website called Patty and Scott. Mm-hmm. We are clever. And just as a reminder, if you're listening, we record early. I got a call on Sunday afternoon when the show was airing, and they're like, Patty, we have a question. Fantastic. They thought they were on the air. They're not. Our number is 850-656-0009. Were they let down? Yeah. Yeah. And it was a caller there. Right. They, <laughs> yeah. they wanted to make sure. They're they... like, why aren't you live? You should be live. I'm like, I agree. But... Yeah, I mean. <laughs> Limitations. It Limitations. Is time and humans and the whole thing. All that stuff. Mm-hmm. All that stuff. Mm-hmm. So what's so, going on in decor? I mean, we talked about what's Scott not, Cowart's. What's not going yeah, on Yeah, so decor? what's a summer call? Oh, well, let's talk about Patty's house. 
because I need colors for my house. So that orangish brick with the, the gray taupe muddled through it. What colors can I have? Right now, it's that taupey, like, mushroomy color. Yeah. With a burnt orange trim. I don't mind the mushroomy color staying, but I don't want the burnt orange trim. We need something Fair. maybe a little lighter and no burnt orange trim. Is it fully, I think the is trim it fully brick? Go, no, it's the skirting. Just the skirting. For it, and then it has that hearty, like, thing. I have to come out and see it again. I've only been there. That's, You've only allowed me once, and I, I think it was to clean out a garage. It was. I'm not, Remember when you I'm walked not, in? I'm not sure. My garage was a mess. <laughs> yeah, I it's not much That's better. That's probably why James I haven't been back. In it. So I'm selling pieces off a little bit at a time. James gave me permission. How's that going? Good. Yeah. Fair. Getting mm-hmm. getting rid of some stuff. Yes. Yes. I tell you, I went furniture shopping for the first time in a very long time, like furniture furniture shopping, and for the house in in Albany. And so we st- I was amazed at the prices, and I mean shocked how expensive furniture are. is for no reason i mean it's gouging a, a, a couch regular fourteen thousand for seven i mean i was just like what where <laughs> no one's buying where stuff. am i no. where am i like this the prices in like, sri lanka I, did not go up that much. like i gotta tell you you mm-hmm. you're gonna have to really work down off of even that sale price mm-hmm. like i was just amazed like so back not to my in a house. good way yeah so it has that it has like a dark gray in the brick, which is what I thought the trim should be, which would be like that ink, you know, that super dark gray we've used before. Yeah. And then I just need the body. The, I need the, the body. The dark gray, the ink one has like blue in it. Yeah, not that. But okay. I mean like just. But something charcoal Yeah, charcoal. That's a good yeah. word. Is there one called charcoal There probably is one. If not, I'll find one. I need charcoal because I think that would look smart. But and then I mean, a color. When I'm on out at Upland, I'll have to come. Yeah, just drive your, by. You have to see my your bed. House and see your. So we had our friend Amy, uh, who we sold her house on Maplewood. Yes. Her gardener Brian came and dug me some bedding. And it looks really nice. I went. I walked through Amy's like. Are you Beautiful watering? Beautiful Monet. You watering? Oh yeah, every day, okay. twice a day. Got to. But I think I'm overwatering my lavender. Mm. So I had to Google that. Like, why isn't it spry? Yeah, there's. So you're only supposed to water lavender a couple times a week, but it had to root. So now I lighten up on it. But I have dwarf. They have these pixie dwarf knockout roses. Super cute. Little low. I like little low. I like little English gardeny thing. I don't. I like organization in my, in my plants. I even started a compost pile. But those roses are gonna. Yeah, they will, but not larger. huge. I mean, I have knockouts now that are normal size, but these are like are the, little. Do you have those in the front yard? Mm-hmm. That's what by I the window. That's what I thought. But I'm able to save two. One died. I'm able to save two, and then I bought uh, instead of pine straw or something, I got the mini uh, pine nuggets uh, for the yard. Looks nice. Well, woodsy pine straw smells I, good. When pine you walk straw the I, I like in certain environments, but. For a sale, it's nice and simple and easy. It also is very voluptuous and dense, and which always Looks translates like well in pictures, good. right? But for normal everyday, it's hard to upkeep, and it really does compress with rain and, and I think water. What you choose for your yard, uh, Southwood, when you're planning something, is really important because last Friday, while everyone was getting ready to go on their weekend, I was dealing with the sprinkler irrigation leak due to cypress trees. Being near a sidewalk, mm. being near a house, which they spread out searching for water. 
and they wrapped around three layers of irrigation pipe. Well, how did you end up dealing with that? Because it was one of the rentals we managed. Uh, okay. Mm-hmm. That makes more sense. And there was a leak. And I was like, first, like, we watched it a couple of days. I'm like, well, it might be a sprinkler head. might be this. might be that. No, I had to think about it. And then it wasn't turning off. And it Somebody wasn't Somebody should have told us that May showers has to do with leaks everywhere. Well, We've had was. a lot of we leaks lot in of the month of May. Lake, but I learned a lot. So I, this gentleman, Gibby, is his name's Clarence Gibby. He came out, communicated. Nice. I got him on Facebook. Communicated. He thought he could be there at three. He said, "I'm running late from the, my last repair. I'll be there for it was there. I'm on my way." Told me everything going on. Didn't mind me watching. Didn't mind me videoing it. None of it. Neighbor came by. And I thought that this tree had been cut down and it was the stump and something from the stump. And and then I, he goes, no, Patty, that's a cypress. He listens to the show, which was really cool. So he's like, nobody, it's a cypress. I said, oh, my God, that's a cypress knee that's wrapped around this irrigation? And he said, yep. So they had to dig up the knee mm. and talk about the shovel, the hatchet. Three guys just trying to get this knee out and then put the pipes back well, together. That's what, I mean, there's... Did it in two and a half hours. Cleaned up, put the mud back because the sod was gone. Uh, sprayed off the sidewalk. It was nice. Very nice. They were so good and so helpful. Good. It's nice yeah. when that happens. Yeah, because... The, Not always the case. It isn't. And the cell, and the, the homeowner was like, can you call a plumber? And I said, well, plumbers won't... Well, she thought it was the backflow because there had been a leak with the backflow before. And I was like, where it is? It just... It's, all, it's impossible. And I didn't realize that those knees, and then when you follow the path around to the right side of the house, there's little knees coming up. So she's going to have to apply to the HOA to take that tree down. Mm. But that whole row was full of cypress, and the gentleman, the neighbor who came over to, to advise, he took out three. Well, they like he the said cypress. They're ruining the sidewalk. But they like them because they the water retention of them. So normally you see cypress in areas where there's a lot of water. It's because great. they can still. There's a pond in front. Right, they can still, you know, suit themselves. Yeah. In it, go for it. The pond in front, go for it, but not next to the sidewalk. So the sidewalk's yeah, lifting up. Challenge. And then you've got houses 15 feet further back. Mm. There's, it's just too. And then you know, this is 2006 house, so you've got all those years of looking for water, and it's gonna find it. Yeah. It strangled those pipes. He took out the irrigation, and they were splintered. I mean, that's what Cypress does. It literally looks for water because that's how it lives. And I was like, is this going to be a problem with the HOA? And he told me what to tell the homeowner to write on the letter that this has to come down. It's nice when you find people like that on Facebook that you didn't know existed that do such well, great work. I think, there's a, I think there's a large group of that. That often we don't know, but he it's trial and error. And I, think, I appreciate his, his, the customer service aspect of it. I know. Right? Nobody what does a, that anymore. Uh, so somebody else had asked about irrigation, so I went back through Living Tallahassee and did a search for irrigation, and he was the first one I contacted. And he didn't have a Facebook page, which kind of made the homeowner nervous. And I asked him about it later, and he said, people steal my pictures. Hmm. So I was like, I get it. He goes, I only work by word of mouth. So he was very nice. He had two helpers with him. They were both related to him. He was a hard worker. I mean, that some of those pieces of root look like femurs. Like you were lifting up, and then you said, "Tish, you had a main water yeah. main." Yeah, I had to work on ours, and we had to pull out the stump grinder. I mean, it was literally it was a tree trunk 
branch the size there was a branch the size of a tree trunk and it just what kind of tree was that from a huge uh three foot around pine there was oh. the whole property is lined with giant uh, pine trees and they've been there forever and so their roots are all it's attacking the the water main that runs parallel with all the trees it's just really surprising that when you're planning a neighborhood that you would choose cypress to go near a sidewalk to go near a house without thinking unless they were there initially no no they were all uniformed age they were all uniform they weren't they were babies 20 years ago yeah I mean, they're not that big now. All you need is a, know, some but... notches and a, tr- and a truck and a chain, and you can pull that sucker down. Oh, it, would... it wouldn't take anything to knock it down. It's not that big. Planned development. I know. But do they think about that? Do they think, or do they just like, we need trees, we need trees, trees to the USA? Just like, who knows? Like, whoever thought of, like, with mimosas. Um, they're a mess, too, aren't that, they? Yeah, mimosas. They are a mess. Underneath. They are their root system spreads out so far. I think they're a mess above ground. Mm-hmm. Right. I wouldn't want one. I mean, they're pretty to look at, yeah, but two weeks a year, right? Exactly. It's constant. I mean, they shed constantly, don't they? Just like yeah. a live oak. They and like don't... magnolias. Yeah, I wouldn't like it. Like where people magnolias are the same way, right? Where people yeah. put the crepe myrtles where it's hanging over a driveway, but when it it's oh, great, it drops when the it's berries. but when it starts dropping the berries, your concrete, forget about it. I mean, it's rough. Gotta right? think about these. Things. You gotta think about. Call Scott. Worry about the berries. 687-0367. Patty and Scott, thank you for listening. Have a great weekend. Talk to you soon. Waiting for a good day to happen, you know. Waiting around the ups and downs, you know. I, I just said, look.